Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF Mentor Coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world, and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to today's show. And today I have an amazing guest, uh, Jenna Rodriguez, who is a transformational mentor and business growth strategist. And I've known Jenna for uh, quite a while and actually worked with her at some point. So I'm really excited to have her on the show today. Welcome, Jenna. Hello, everyone. Hello, Cheryl. Such a pleasure to reconnect with you. And, and this is just amazing. I'm so proud of you and, and certainly uh, excited that your podcast is now live and, <laughs> and serving so many people. So it's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So let's, um, let's jump right in. Tell us a little bit about your story, how you became a coach. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> you know, you, do you, I don't know if you eventually fall into coaching or what, no, but uh, it was a conscious choice. Uh, yes, I, I've been an entrepreneur for 14 years, and, um, and before that, I was in corporate America as a controller and, and consultant, and uh, so I've, I've worked with entrepreneurs for over 20 years, and, and before that, I was in fashion and makeup artistry. So when you add all that up, it's a lot of creativity and a lot of numbers and strategy, right? So um, I've got both sides of the brain working, but um, what's a common thread through all of it has been um, my own you know, personal life transformation and mindset work and personal development work. And I've been doing that and working on myself, uh, certainly since uh, my teenage years. And, and so through the different iterations of business, I love business. I love, you know, helping people obviously express themselves and, and, you know, serve people. Um, but I have just found that what's really at the core of who I am is the transformational work and helping people understand their behaviors as well as others. And when we understand our, our behaviors and our mindset and our emotion set, as I, as I call it, then you uh, have more choice and you have more reality, rea um, what's the word, results that mm -hmm. show up because the, you're, in, you're attracting the right things and your intentions are clear. And, uh, and so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of the short and the long of it. Um, but once I started, uh, basically I started coaching per se uh, in 2013 when I moved from an agency model uh, and again, I've had multiple iterations of everything I've done. And that agency was a web and graphic design and branding company, but I knew I wanted to strategize. I knew I wanted to help people understand who they are. And then I moved into coaching and now 
it's just a different mentorship um, that yeah. I've, I've moved in. So I think as coaches, we learn as we go and then we start to teach what we learn. And, uh, and that's of course what I'm up to. Yeah. And then we pivot. <laughs> we pivot. Another pivot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I call them identity pivots because I think we go through letting go of who we think we are in order to step into the next level, right? The next thing that we are. So yeah, definitely a lot of identity pivots. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right. So so let's so we're talking about kind of who we think we are and how do we step into it. So a lot of it's around mindset. Um yep. so what kind of mindset um did you kind of start out with and where are you now? Yeah, I think the first thing I had to know is that what I uh, had to to believe really is that what I had learned, what I had invested my time and education in, what I had experienced was enough to coach someone else to to say, um, you know, I know this, so you know, I can offer it to you. And I think a lot of times we uh, we dismiss that, we devalue it. Right. And so the first thing, you know, when I was stepping into coaching and being that strategist and, and helping people in that manner is to connect to my value of it and, and the value that I bring. And, uh, and I know that's been a journey for me and watching other um, experts and, and thought leaders and coaches and such to, to go through that journey of, you know, connecting the dots, connecting to the value that you bring and knowing that it's worth a, an exchange of money. That's one thing I had to get through. Right. <laughs> and, um, and not just like free advice. Cause I'm a fixer. I'm like, my nature is to like fix the problem and right. make it better and, you know, like come up with a solution. And so I would do that for free. Right. I do it all day long. And, um, and, you know, and so when you start to coach, I think it's not about the certifications, it's not about the paper, and it's not about, you know, all of that, but it is connecting to all that you are and all that you've accomplished and all that you bring to the table and being willing to, of course, ask for an exchange of dollars for it. Um, and I think that's what makes coaching and mentorship and the expansion of uh, the result that you bring someone, you know, and if they don't know what they, you know, they don't know what they don't know. They don't know what they may know what they don't know. And then they hire you for it. Right. <laughs> right? And, uh, and so if you can be that person that knows what you know, and you can bring that knowledge and, and expertise and experience to someone else, then you can you know, co-coach them. And that's the journey I've gone through, is, especially, you know, it's yeah. like where I was, was trying to connect to those dots, you know, and, and connect to my value. And then, you know, of course, you know, I, I get that. And even through all of the pivots uh, that I've gone through, um, each time, you know, there's a little bit of, okay, I'm reinventing myself, I'm recalibrating my business, and, and I did that last year. Um, so how do I connect to my value? How do I you know, show up. And, and I just had to reconnect to like, you know, 20 plus years of my own education, my own dollars spent on mentors and coaches and education and such. So when I know that I've invested and now I can take that knowledge and pass it on, I get to, it's the flow of money. It's the flow of exchange, right? So somebody can invest in me in order to have that acceleration, that knowing, that knowledge, um, and it just depends on what you want to coach and what you want to strategize about. Uh, but I think that's the key is that we, the faster that we connect to the value that we bring and get grounded in all the time and investment that we've spent, the 10,000 hours that we've spent, then, um, then we can go show up and, and be who we are in a much more powerful way. And, and therefore you accelerate your business and your, the attraction of the clients you're meant to serve. 
Yeah, that's awesome. So it sounds like um, I, I talk about like an exchange of energy. So it sounds like it's kind of along the same lines. Yeah. Yeah. All right. sure. Awesome. I'm with you on that. <laughs> it is an energy. <laughs> So, um, so, okay. So let's, let's get into that a little bit more. So, um, you know, when we're, when we're kind of validating our, our background and our experience and our expertise, um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of pitfalls that we kind of go into as far as mm -hmm. limiting beliefs. Yeah. So what do you, what do you do? Like if you have a limiting belief, how do you handle that? Yeah. So I've come up with um, what I call the detachment method, right? And I'll give you access to it for free. Like you can have access to the seven steps. But before that, it's about being aware and acknowledging and recognizing what the egoic mind, which is where our limiting beliefs live and our, our, our limitations are the things that stop us, where the places we get stuck. And I've come up with 14 egoic, excuse me, ego tricks, right? So they're tricks that the ego plays on us in order to keep us in place. It keeps us safe. It keeps us certain. It keeps us, um, you know, comfortable, right? Yeah. And, and when we're moving into our new coaching business or, um, or just like me, like, you know, kind of shifting it around and, and now I'm leading with something new, um, I have to listen for what are the signals? What's the ego tricks? And one of them um, that you just said, you know, around the limiting belief is that I can't, or a big one, which I think wraps really nicely with this conversation is what I call comparison. And oh. so that's the imposter syndrome. That's the yeah. lack of significance. That's the, I'm not good at, who am I to do this? Like all of those, that bucket is called comparison for me. And so the moment you wake up and you're looking at Facebook and you notice that, oh, well, they're already doing what I'm doing or, you know, they've been at it for longer than me. I mean, just any measurement that you start to have in your mind and your, your, um, limited thinking, then the ego's got you, right? It's like, I have to outsmart my ego. And the way I do that is I start to recognize when the ego tricks are playing. And then that's a signal to go detach the attachment because underneath that ego trick, underneath comparison, for example, because that's a big one with um, business owners, yeah. is that there's an attachment um, to a limiting belief or to an expectation or to the resistance of what you might have to experience if you put yourself out there, right? So, yeah. um, so we get to dig underneath and get to the source of what the ego trick is trying to, you know, on a surface level, trying to keep you away from. So it's not the ego trick itself, but the first step is to recognize that you have one, right? right. That you got a trick going on. And then we get to outsmart our ego because that limiting belief is obviously just something we've made a decision about. And, uh, and it can be wrapped around some emotional, painful emotion for that matter. I mean, before we're, you know, eight, nine, 10 years old, we are creating are limiting what I call belief loops, right? So limiting beliefs. So belief loop, it keeps looping, it keeps in the patterns, it keeps our behaviors the same. And, and it's unconscious unless we go do the work to find the source of it. And, uh, and when we discover what belief loop we've got running, and we feel through that experience and that sadness and that, you know, emotion that we attach to it in the first place and realize that the little, the little Jenna or the little Cheryl, right, <laughs> is not in charge anymore and that we are safe and we are capable and we are enough, then um, we can start to cut the loop, right? And we can start to re reframe and really look at what the truth is. And the truth is, is you are enough. You don't have to compare yourself to anyone else. The truth is, is you've been blessed with a gift and you've been blessed with a, a desire to help people in the particular expertise that you have, 
And you shouldn't ignore that. Right. But our ego likes to ignore it. Our egos like to take over, protect us. It's our protector. It's our friend, you know, but it's got too much power. We give it too much. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, and I think a lot of it is the, you know, like you said, um, how you like, how will you have to show up? Like, um, yeah. there's a fear there. Like, what if I am successful? <laughs> right. You know, how right. do I, I got to show up every day or I, or um, there's expectations now out there. And so yes. I think that, you know, it's our own internal, but also kind of external expectations as well. 100%. Yeah. And expectation alone is a resistance and it's a, it's a conditioning, right? It's a condition that we just put on ourselves and, and, you know, in the cir circumstances. And so when we can identify those attachments, which in, which is also synonymous with expectation, we can start to unpack the resistance because, um, and again, this is in the seven steps, you know, and it, and it helps us reframe wow that's that's something i'm making up that's something i'm attaching my 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 actions to my behavior to my choices thinking i don't have many choices and um and you know it's simple but complex you know and we are complex creatures uh mm -hmm. but there's some simple methods where we can you know kind of crack it open yeah that's awesome i love that and just yeah. um <clears throat> for those that have gone through training just to kind of connect this a little bit we have we talk about not being attached to an outcome for our clients so that yes. we can best serve our clients, but it's the same for ourselves, not being attached to, you know, I mean, of course it's success, but not being attached to these, these little things that are going to distract us or hold us back um, yeah. in our mindset as well. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I think honestly, I, I mean, I boiled it down to everything that we suffer around is some form of attachment attachment to the belief loop, attachment to the resistance, attachment to the expectation, attachment to the limiting story, attachment, attachment, like everything's an attachment because if you're not free, if you're not in flow, then there's some form of attachment um, that's like anchoring you to where you are and trying to keep you in certainty and, and safety. And, um, and, we, and it's not, it's an illusion, right? It's the elusive part of us, it's the false self and and the opportunity is to come in and be be with our clients from a higher self you know and and an allowance and and the flow and that's where the i think the magic is so yeah really good awesome <laughs> so um let me ask you kind of segues nicely into when you want to um when you want to call in more and you kind of have those uh, those fears of, well, you know, I've been going along pretty good now, <laughs> but I want to call in more. What do you, what do you do in that instance for yourself? Uh, so meaning you want more results or, or bigger dollars in your bank yeah, account or clients. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the result is. Yeah. I always say that, you know, the moment we recognize that any external desire that we have, so the more or the bigger dollars or the more clients or whatever it is, whatever that external desire is, that goal, um, if we don't already have it, it requires an internal resolve. There's something we are blocking. That's it, because it's all available. And, and so for me, it really does go back to um, practicing daily the um, what ego tricks am I playing and how do I unpack the resistance so that I can get out of the way? Um, because if it's if I have my ego in the way, it is it is it's small-minded. It's not. Um, I always say that if you're focused on if you're self, uh, if you're false self-centered, 
right? Ego centered. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you're false self centered, you're short sighted. If you're false self centered, then you're short sighted, which means all those big things that you want more of can't be reached and or, or attracted to you received for that matter, if you're not the container to receive it. And, and so it, it comes down packing any resistance any anything that's in the way and for example um, th these lat I mean we're in we're in interesting times right now yeah <laughs> and uh, and as soon as the lockdown happened or the shutdown and I don't use that word often but that's what they're calling it you know the stay home order yeah. right um, choose your words so you don't feel the heaviness of that because we're not it's not like we're in prison people. right <laughs> you know you, can, you still got freedom um, uh, is I went into the doing mode. I went into, you know, so when I, when I, there's an emergency, I go into ma massive action, right? Like if there's yep. something, the house is on fire, I start going into massive action. And that's egoic. That's our protector. That is what we want to do. So the first week I went into like this crazy, um, do everything, get everything set up. Like, Oh, you know, I can do this and I can serve here and I can talk here and I can do this zoom. And I was like zooming myself <laughs> all over the place. And by seven days in, I was like, Oh my gosh, I am worn out already. This is not sustainable because it's in the fight or flight. It's right. in the, the, your nervous system is actually in fight or flight. It's not receiving. It's like, it's like, get get out of the way. I'm going to take <laughs> over and make this, you know, you know, fix this problem. Yeah. And, and so as soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, you know, number one, relax, right? This, the, the world is not ending. Um, right. and even though it felt like it, you know, and, uh, and so when I did that, what came out of that, and then I saw, well, how do I, you know, receive? Cause you know, there, there's been income shifts in our household, you know, I've got, you know, we've, we've lost, I had a whole bunch of events cancel. I mean, things just like changed right on a dime. And for, and I know a lot of people are feeling that and, uh, but what, what the gift was inside of that contrast and that recognition that I was like <laughs> running at a un, something that was unsustainable, right? Couldn't sustain it. Um, then on the other side of it, I kind of went to the all or nothing, like all in and then, then the opposite where I kind of shut down. And I was like, okay, that doesn't feel right either, but I don't know what to do in the middle. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. But what I got was in being with that scenario in that situation was the question and the attachment I have to result, to achieving, to doing, to success, to like all of the attachments and stories that I had around that. And I had, I, I got to open that up and I'm still in the inquiry to some level. Uh, but it's, it's, you know, percolating yeah. <laughs> and, and the question became, who am I? Who am I if I'm not doing? Who am I if I'm not a result? Who am I if I, you know, don't get results for a client? Who am I without the busy and the push and the, all that? Like, who am I identity-wise, you know? And so my ego wants to be like, come on, get your, get your busy on. And my higher self's like, can you pause so we can actually bring in the big stuff that you want? Yeah. Like, can you just give me some space? And, and so I know that's a lot, but it's like the bottom line is if you're not receiving the things that are outside of you, it's not about doing just a hundred million more things. It's not necessarily that sometimes it's about getting still. It's about pausing and only doing things that feel good, only doing things that, 
that are inspired action. And that is a very, I mean, honestly, that's a practice you've got to, you got to figure out as you do it. Um, Because if you find yourself doing things and they, you know, and, and you're busy and you're going and pushing and you want to live in that energy, that's fine. But I think the, the feel good energy that we really want and we're unfamiliar with many times is the one that's calmer, that's peaceful. That's like the waters on top, you know, the waves are calm, not, you know, like rough and stormy. Um, And so I've, I kind of allude to that. I live by the ocean now and I love it. And I, every time I sit with the ocean, I'm like, there's the wave, there's the, the, you know, the, the rumble on the top of the surface, but underneath the ocean, deep down is the calm, is the quiet, is the knowingness of what you need to do next and what's, you know, to allow all the magic to show up. And we're on top of the surface, you know, the ego's surface, right? And so it's like, we're on top of the surface trying to figure it out and, you know, rush around and, you know, and I think we've got to sink down a little bit. And, um, and that's what I've experienced. I mean, specifically in the last you know month or so, uh, but it's been this unfolding of, wow, if I want to receive big things, if I want to attract those things, I've got to be the space for it. I can't keep pushing them away by doing more and more and more. And it doesn't mean I have, I have had 17, actually, I think this is 18 now, 18 speaking gigs <laughs> in four weeks online using zoom (laughs) and it's been amazing but it's like it's come to me i didn't go chasing for him it's come to me yeah and so when we allow things and then i just got like this amazing facebook message i won't say too much but it's a a a really big opportunity i'm like wow where'd that come from oh maybe i got out of the way that's why it showed up and once i'm more confirmed with it i can announce it but (laughs) (laughs) you know i need to hear that (laughs) i know i'm like teasing you but it's uh it is it's like I I was shocked when I read it I was like where'd that come from and it's because I just keep showing up for in the space of flow not in the space of push and go you know hustle 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 right um so yeah yeah and I I, and I I feel I feel what you're saying there as far as when this all first kind of happened I um I did the same thing I just went I just started doing yeah. And I was all over the place and I was, you know, I was doing Facebook lives like twice a day and I was, you know, I was just going crazy. Yeah. And, but I got exhausted. I mean, I just, after about two weeks, I, I couldn't do anything. I was just like, I don't even want to do it. Like, I just don't want to. done. done. <laughs> yeah. I only stayed there for like a day, but, um, yeah, but yeah, I can definitely, definitely understand that. Um, so that's interesting though, that it, a lot of people are experiencing the same kind of, especially entrepreneurs, right? We all feel like the, the helpers, I think it's the helpers. We all yeah. kind of feel like, you know, we run forward and we're like, we can do something here and, and absolutely we can. But um, I always talk about the oxygen mask and I know people probably yes. get sick of hearing me say it, but you have to put the oxygen mask on first before you can help anybody else. And yes. in, in crises, especially because there's a uh, like you said, you have to, it's not sustainable and we have to create yeah. things that are sustainable. Yeah. Firefighters don't run into the fire without a mask on. Right. They put the mask on themselves first and then they take an extra one to, to save the person inside, you know, but it's like, they don't run in without the mask on. And so, you know, it's like they, they put all their protective gear on and we do, we, we, we started, I think that's why you and I both did what we did is we, it felt like a fire, you know, like, oh my God, I got to 
fix something and you know things are shifting really fast you know and and um and so that is our protective mechanism it's a coping mechanism it's very natural it's not like um you know and i think that's what's interesting is at the bottom line and the baseline of this whole thing is we are human beings doing exactly this very similar things yeah. and we cope differently and we have different tools and of course that's what my my goal is is to give people strategies and tools because i'm a strategist i like checklists i like steps you know but and yeah. easy frameworks you know because the more i can make it easy for people to practice and have a new awareness um quicker then they can shift their behavior they can shift their flow or their receiving you know ability um uh faster and you know and it's like i on a daily basis honest truth you know i'm on a daily you know roller coaster and i'm today is like i woke up and i i finally you know felt like a like a um i don't know i felt lighter and i i just didn't have all the worry and the heaviness and you mm -hmm. know not to say it may not swing back but it it's like be be grateful for those moments and know that you can experience them and i think that's the other piece really quick is that you know you got to put your oxygen mask on here and 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 i think the message to be heard is is that we create the experience we create the experience. It's not happening to us. It's not an experience that is coming at us. It's like, turn on your experience that you desire. And if you want one that feels good, turn that one on. If you want one that sucks, you can turn that one on too. And, um, and then just look inward at what's going on for you. What is the opportunity to learn here? Because the moment you guys learn something, you get to coach that. Like, look at the value you'll learn and bring to the next person. Um, so I know I'm, I'm in a, I, I feel like this is a, a preparation for yeah. the next big thing or the next level of me. Uh, and I would just offer that to everyone listening is, you know, let this be your, the container that's kind of emptying out and preparing you for, you know, what's next. And just, you know, don't feel like you're holding on to a, you know, jungle gym, like trying to keep your fingers around it, like let go, you're yeah. safe, you're protected. Uh, and the moment you kind of release that energy, then new energy and new things can come in. Yeah, excellent. So um, I think we've, we've kind of danced around this, but I just want to ask you kind of specifically yeah. outright, outright, what do you think gets in the way for new coaches or business owners that keeps them off track? I think, um, I mean, let alone, you know, of course my ego tricks. I mean, I think it's a lot in our mind and our head and our emotions and our, our blocks that we don't even know that we have. And, and because I know as an entrepreneur, I wake up every morning and I have me to deal with. <laughs> it is me. It is my head. It is what I look in the mirror and say to myself or not. And, uh, and so I know that that's primary um, because I feel like they, they want to go look at strategy and go like, how, how do I do this? And HW3 is another ego trick, by the way, when you have to know how to do something or what it's gonna look like or when it's gonna happen, I'm a recovering control freak. So HW3 was a big one for me. It's like, so if you can wake up in the morning and go, um, you know, I'm, I'm here to be the, the vehicle for whatever I'm meant to do next, you know, it's kind of like, use me. Right. And I believe in Gus, God, universe, spirit and source. <laughs> so Gus can tell me what to do next and, and I'll support it in flow. Um, so I do we get in our own way through the thoughts and the, the emotions or the blocked emotions and such. And then I think we also look outside of ourselves for the answers. So we're online. We've got our thread, you know, and our, our you know, timeline and and we're looking for what other people are doing. 
and going, well, that's the answer. Oh, maybe I should do a webinar. Oh, maybe I should do a summit. Oh, maybe I should do a live or, right? And it's like constantly looking outside of us for the strategic, and there's so many strategies, but we're not like paying attention to what's right for us right? or what feels good, you know? And you can try them and see if they feel good. That's okay too. And it's okay if you do it a couple of times and it feels okay and then it doesn't feel good, you can shift, yeah. you know? And so I think sometimes we get like short-sighted and, uh, and we're focusing either on too many strategies because we're trying to throw spaghetti, right? And we're trying to yeah. figure it out. Right. Instead of like, get a little quiet here and go, okay, I've got five choices. I can do all these different strategies. Does it feel good and exciting to do a summit and interview 40 people and put all the emails together and, you know, like get that out there, get that message out. Or does it feel good to set up your podcast? Does it feel good to go quiet and write a book? Does it, you know, what is it, what does it feel good? What's feeling good right now? And, um, and so I learned that the hard way and it's been a very expensive lesson. I invested in, you know, in something that, um, I don't no regrets by the way, no regrets, but just it's, it gave me the contrast. It showed me, wow, I chose that path and that investment because I was comparing myself to others and I was looking at their results going, well, that's how I get it. That's how I'm going to get it. And so then I go invest in, and it, and it, it really never flowed or never worked. Mm -hmm. Now I got other huge benefits and, and things that I obviously now can take with me. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean the strategy is not going to work for me. It wasn't, I was coming from ego. Mm -hmm. And so if now my higher self says, okay, it's time to do the strategy, you know, it's the right thing to do now, yeah. then I can go do that. Right. But it, so it's not the strategy and it doesn't mean it'll never work the strategy works for certain people. I mean, right. or all of them, all, all people that try it that are in the flow of it right. um, for that matter, that are ready for it, that aren't in their own way. So mm -hmm. I hope that answers your question. I do believe it's a lot of, you know, the mental chatter and the emotional blocks that actually are stopping us. You, you know, it may sound, it, you know, and, and you may want something different than that, but I think strategy yeah. is just so secondary, yeah. right? Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, but on the other, just to do a little flip here, yes, <laughs> because yes. we're talking to new coaches, <laughs> For uh, sure. what would you kind of give them as, um, as a kind of a strategy that they could potentially align with? Of course, we're talking about alignment ultimately. Yes. Um, yeah. But sure. um, yeah. So what's, what's something that you could suggest that they could kind of test or try out that, that could potentially help them get clients and get into a flow and, and be aligned? Yeah, for sure. So um, for me, visibility is key. Uh, you know, if people don't know you exist, then you're not going to be known or hired. You know, they don't know you're there. They don't know what result you can bring them or solution or, you know, problem solving that you can do. And, uh, and so uh, marketing, of course, for me and is about visibility. So what strategies visibility wise are you being called to do? So if you've had a little inspirational thought that says, wow, I should really do a Facebook live. And then your ego takes over and says, I don't think so, <laughs> you know? right? Um, then that is the next strategy. So you can do speaking online. I, must, I, I definitely endorse speaking um, and, you know, speak. Of course, I was speaking in person uh, month by month, but that all got shut down. So you can still pe speak online. And, 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 of course, there's huge opportunities right now with virtual. Um, and so 
if that's a call for you, like if that's the visibility that feels right for you and you're no, and you're recognizing if there's an egoic, you know, thought behind it, mm -hmm. um, and you can just quiet that down and go, I know I'm uncomfortable or I haven't done it before, but I'm going to do it anyway, then that be called to do that. Right. So I think anything that can get us visible, um, and speaking has just been huge. Like I said, I just added it up right before I got on the call with you. I was like, I've done a lot. How many have I done in the last like three or four weeks? And I've done 17 speaking gigs, wow. podcasts like this one. Mm -hmm. Um, people have invited me to be like a, just an expert on a Facebook live in their pages or their groups. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you know, I've shown up, I'm, I'm scheduled to do, be a speaker on the virtual e-women chapters, you know, like e-women network is a big network. And, um, I get to be, now I get to be because of our, the situation, I get to be virtual in Australia, like say yes to that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know? awesome. So yeah, you know, look, you can still reach out to network groups and say, Hey, can I be a speaker? But it's going to be virtual. It's going to be great. Right. Um, and you know, so collaborations and even if you just show up on some of the networking, uh, platforms and speak for two minutes, that too is visibility. Uh, and I think right now just, you know, to be connected as much as you can with community, with people, um, be visible in front of them, say yes to them. You never know where the next you know, opportunity is going to come or who's watching. And I honestly, the, the, you know, the big opportunity I talked about, you know, um, I think came from, I don't know exactly yet. Um, <laughs> but I believe it came from a podcast I was on and months ago. So be visible and then you never know where it's going to lead. So that's my encouragement is that is like right now, you know, you take, and at the same time I can be on a hour with someone and then I can go be by myself and do self-reflection and, and get my other work done and, you know, set up my social media or whatever, but right. I'm doing it from a place of inspired action, not like, well, everybody else is doing it. So I must need to do it too. Don't right. come from that place. Come from those in sparks of inspiration where it's like, man, I should do a Facebook live about this topic. I should, somebody needs to hear this. Okay. Don't hesitate. Go do that. Yeah. Right. And, um, and be visible in the process. All right. Awesome. That's amazing. I agree with all of it. So yay! <laughs> not that you have to <laughs> No, but uh, you know, I talk about structured action, but I do like the inspired action. Um, yeah. Action. Ultimately it's action, right? Yes. And what, what we feel aligned to do. So I love yeah, that. Yeah. Aligned. I, I mean, I think that's, I love that word, right? It's aligned. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So, um, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do that? Yes, for sure. So bravemasters.com is the website. Uh, and then you can find me on all the social media handles by Jenna Rodriguez, one N J E N A. And, uh, and if somebody does want the, the ego tricks, the 14 ego tricks and the detachment method, you can totally uh, download that at bravemasters.com slash the method, right? So okay. T H E method. And, uh, and you can have it, uh, for, for your processing and, you know, and reflection and all that. So it's really powerful. Um, I can't wait. I'm going to, I'm actually going to download it and I'm going to put the link into our show notes for today. Awesome. I appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you. And thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time. I hope everybody uh, enjoyed your wisdom and I'm sure they did. Thank you. And um, I will talk to you soon. So thanks a lot, Jenna. Thanks guys for listening and um, I'll see you next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together. 
If you love today's show, please consider leaving me a review on the Apple Podcast app so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit SuccessfulCoaches.com. For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello. Until next time, to your success.